God bless everybody. Welcome to Finding Soundness, the podcast, here with Pastor Jose Pimentel, youth pastor at Iglesia Agua de Reposo, which is a church here in Providence, Rhode Island. And I'm joined by Meredith, youth leader at Agua de Reposo. We welcome you to our first episode of Finding Soundness. We're super excited about today's episode. Um, we're going to be talking about things that are going to challenge the way that you think. So we want to be able to help you in that process so that you're not just accepting everything that you hear. We want to talk about things that are contrary to popular belief, especially as Christians. There's so much content out there. Uh, there's, you know, Christian content, non-Christian content. There's so much to hear from and take from. And we just want to be able to help um, decipher through all of that with sound mind. So when you look at that definition of of what that is, the definition of a sound mind says that the, the person has sufficient mental capacity to understand their actions. So I want you to keep that in mind um, as you listen on. You know, there's, there's a lot of content out there, especially in today's age, you know, the age of influencers, yeah. where we have, you know, a lot, a lot of information, a lot of uh, mm -hmm. pastors, a lot of, you know, teachers, even yeah. churches that are completely online. And, you know, they 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 all bring a message and, you know, they all, you know, preach something. They all teach something. And if you, if you pay attention closely, you know, there's various differences in what's being taught. So, you know, part of uh, the sound mind or having the sound mind is having the ability to think logically. Yeah. Right. And to think in a way that will allow us to really be able to discern you know a lot of people say well you know you listen to a lot of things and what you do is you you take the good and you leave the bad yeah. but you know i like that you said is the mind that has the capacity because yeah. a lot of us you know especially when we start out in our christian walk we don't have the capacity yeah. to take the good right and to leave the bad the because we don't know what's good or bad right and sometimes you might take the bad thinking is good, right? And you might leave the bad because it don't sound a little, it don't sound like what you want it to, right? But in reality, you just set yeah. aside the good. And you know, yeah. I want to, I want to read a verse, uh, right? Second Timothy one seven it says, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self control." Uh, you know, there's a lot of podcasts, a lot of sermons, and you know where they'll talk about the power right you know we need power obviously there is power in christ right when you receive the holy spirit right you, you shall receive power that's what scripture says yeah and you know we need power to you know deliverance and things like that right power to overcome things is is necessary yeah. right and then others they focus on the love yeah. because you know god loves us right for god so loved the world john three sixteen, the most famous and popular verse in the whole bible right known by uh, people that don't even believe, believe, right. Yeah. Or have read the Bible mm -hmm. and, you know, God truly does love us and his love for us. Right. And how we should love one another. Those are all important topics. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't hear that type of content, but you don't typically hear about, you know, the self-control aspect or the sound mind. So, you know, here I'm finding soundness. That's what we want to focus on. Yeah. Right. As Christians, what does it really mean to have a sound mind? Yeah. What does that look like? How do we apply that, you know, and what that process is? So as we dive into that um, with our podcast, being focused on soundness, we're going to bring different topics. And the, the point of it, the mission that we have is that we'll be able to use this podcast to create awareness, right? And so that we can empower our listeners so that they can continue to grow in their own self-discovery, right? So we need to be self-aware of ourselves and be able to discover these things that we have uh, beginning with our thoughts. Like, what is it that I believe? What is it that influences what I believe? The culture that I grew up in, the house that I was raised in, um, and the people that are around me in the circle the society that I grew up in, the community, all of these things that influence how we think and have created who we are in essence. We want to be able to grow in what that means, what that looks like, and what that how that has even turned out for us right today. 
So we want to be able to educate, create that awareness and empower our audience so that we can heal our generation so that we can move past our emotions and we can walk into um, a freedom that we can obtain through wisdom as we challenge these thoughts, as we challenge the things that we do here, right? We can listen to the podcast. We can listen to the sermons. We can listen to all of these things and they're, and, and it's good, right? We want people to get information. We want people to be able to seek information, but we want you to be able to think about this stuff and say, you know what, is this, number one, is it biblical? Um, number two, does this make sense? Or is the person that is speaking, are they speaking through their lenses and they're um, portraying their own biases to us through their teaching? And that happens all the time. Sometimes we're unaware of our biases. So we need to be able to understand these things and realize them as we go on yeah you know it's something that many times we're not aware of right when 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 we all come to christ or when we do come to christ you know we come with our bias and our prejudices and you know all these things that have shaped our life and whether we like to admit or not they actually believe i'm sorry they actually influence the way that we believe yep so you know the, the the way that we understand the world is going to influence how I perceive God right in the world and in my own life. So you know, in order for us to really grow spiritually in the way that God wants us to, you know, a sound mind is necessary. Yeah, and, you know, that's how it is. So Jose, before we get any deeper, where does the name Finding Soundness come from? You know, it, it's a funny story. <laughs> where um we sat down and we came up with so many names right for the yeah. podcast yeah it's something that you know we've wanted to do for a while and um yeah and as we just came up with a whole bunch of random names names all over the place um you know we kind of kind of got the, the the concept that we wanted to do something uh with soundness, right? With soundness. Right. And, you know, it comes from, you know, the movie Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, where in that movie, they they go after the main character, right? And obviously there's more movies, there's yeah. books that start with the word finding and yeah. the, the name of something else after. But typically, it whatever it is, right, in that title... Whatever came after the word finding is what the movie or the book was about. So this podcast, you know, is about finding soundness, right? The journey of finding soundness because the Christian life is compared to a walk, yeah, right? And, and you know, and, and even a race, right? To, to some degree running or a good fight, you know, Paul said, right, to run the race. And it's, it's something that we need to really consider that, it is a journey, right? So the Christian life is a journey. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obtaining a sound mind is also a journey, right? And there's a lot of processes involved uh, to obtain the sound mind. So that's where the name Finding Soundness comes from. Yeah. So as we mentioned, we're going to be bringing up different topics that tie into all of this to help us figure out, like, hey, what is it that we're learning? How is it that we feel? How is it that we think? Something that we want you guys to keep present, you know, um, we are Christians, we're believers, but this podcast, you know, can be for anyone who's listening and wants to have the awareness of what it is that we're talking about. But we want you to keep that focus that we are believers. So what we believe is that the influence of the spirit of God is, is required to produce this, to produce a genuinely sound mind. The sound mind that um, Paul speaks of in these verses is is a mind that's under control of God's spirit. And it's something that once we are able to obtain it, it's going to be able to help us even in our relationship with the Lord. And so that's something that we keep present as we walk, because as you mentioned earlier, when you're a believer and you're just coming into Christ, you don't you don't know what's good. You don't know what's bad. You're kind of taking it all in and you're just going you're, you're just walking right. You're you're in yeah. a state of like you're in love 
and you're just walking forth because you don't know nothing more, but you're in love with God and what you just found out. But as you continue to walk and you continue to um, pursue God and go in deeper, you start to realize things and you go into processes. And this is going to reveal things about you to yourself so that you can heal and grow. And so we have to dig in deep. And as we mentioned, one of the important parts of that is being self-aware, being able to even say, you know what? I do have biases in this area yep. or or blind spots in this area based on what I've been through, what I've experienced, what I haven't experienced, what I thought that I would live through based on the trauma that I've experienced as a child or in a relationship through a partner, through a, an ex-spouse or whatever it is that you have gone through that defines trauma in your life. Or even a church. Yeah, or even church. That That, that is a good one. And I want to be able to define trauma for you guys for me as i'm walking in my journey and i thought about the word trauma i always thought about the most extreme cases you know i thought about just being abused like sexually abused or anything like that but when you look into the word trauma all it boils down to is being a child who's who had a need that was unmet by their caretakers and as children we find ways to cope and in that process of you trying to cope as best as you can, because we're human, so we tend to figure out how to survive the best that we can, um, we do that. And it creates patterns, habits, things that um, most of the time are not healthy. And as we get older, we have to dig through that stuff, dig it out, uproot it, figure out how we feel, why it happens, and what can we do moving forward. Sometimes we can't control why it happened. Many times we can't. Majority of times we can't. Uh, you know, something that that we need to figure out first is is identifying those things. Yeah. Right. You you don't really realize how broken or hurt you are mm -hmm. until it affects you. Mm -hmm. And you know, you spoke about those coping mechanisms, and you know, coping mechanisms mostly. When, when they're not healthy, when nobody has actually taught us, oh, right, yeah. the, the, the proper ways to cope. cope. Yeah. Because, you know, it's something that we learn later on in life. Yeah. Right? We, we, we learn, we inquire, we obtain knowledge, and we obtain strategies and things that, you know, help us, right? And many of them are backed scientifically with evidence, right, that they are uh, productive. So, you know... These coping mechanisms, a lot of times, they help us survive in the short term, short term. right? So they bring a short term mm -hmm. solution yeah, yeah. with long term consequences, yeah, yeah. right? And and we don't really think about the long term because a lot of times it's hard to focus on the right, future right. when you know survive. when you're trying to survive in the moment yeah. exactly. So you know, part of having a sound mind is being able to think about my actions right. and how. They will lead like, to, you know, the consequences of tomorrow. Yeah. So when we obtain that sound mind, we'll be able to focus on, or, or you know, we're not always gonna be right. Right. You know, because life happens. You sometimes you do something you thought it was gonna turn out a certain way. It turned out the complete opposite. Yeah. Right. Because it's not always as we intend for it to go, but we do. Uh, we do kind of have a better grasp, right, in the direction that we want to go. In right, it's not micromanaging the future and right. every single action is has to happen like this. But no. we do gain some type of idea and the direction that we want to go in, right? Yeah. And it's the same in our Christian in our Christian walk, right? In our Christian growth, spiritual growth. You know, we we're not always gonna grow the way we intend for it. It's not gonna be a perfect walk. Yeah. Right. We're gonna stumble. We're gonna make mistakes. And we're going to learn from them, hopefully, right? We're yeah. going to learn from our yeah. mistakes. And that's going to help us to make less mistakes, right? Because now we have, you know, tools like the, the Spirit of God, right? right. Who, who going to convict us of our sin when we yeah. do uh, fall or sin. Correct. And we have the yeah. Word of God that's going to tell us what we need to do. Yeah. So it's not like we were doing it before where we just did our life. You know, we lived basically however we could or right. however we learned, right? Or however we... We're conditioned to by yeah. our environment, right, in order to survive. But now we have the scripture. We have the the path that God has for us. And then when we walk in that path, things are typically 
turn out well, right? Things that typically turn out well. Yeah. So, you know, having that sound mind or obtaining that sound mind, it should be a goal for all believers. Right. And even if it doesn't turn out well, um, it turns out better. And we start seeing that, right? Until we work ourselves up to where we're living a life where we see the product of your your thoughts, right? Your wise thoughts, your actions, where you're thinking things through. And I don't really see it as controlling the future, but we have to have a say. We, life doesn't just happen to you. We have some type of control over yeah, the future. It's not we definitely we have don't. control. So we have control of our actions every single day because some people live their lives and they're just like, you know, things just happen to me. Things don't just happen to you. Maybe, you know, there are scenarios that can happen, right? Yeah, because life happens. Life happens. But when you're constantly living your life and dealing with the consequences of your choices, you can't say that life is just happening to you because you you have to take ownership of that. And so part of having a sound mind and be is being capable of understanding your actions. You need to be intentional about those actions so that you can't say, you know what, life just keeps happening to me because you didn't even know what you were doing. You were just doing something for the right now. But you're like you said, you're not thinking about. How's this going to affect me later, even down the week, mm. you know, when you're making a, a simple choice? And, you know, and a lot of people, they, they they just wonder, why do bad things keep happening to me? Why is it that I can't catch a break? Why? Yeah. And, and they're not able to identify the causes, right? Because the, they don't have the sound mind. The, yeah. the, 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 the way they think is not healthy. It's not logical. Right. So there is no investigation. There is no reflection they're not sitting down to think and say, hey, man, I keep getting in trouble. And it's this one friend mm-hmm. who always, every mm-hmm. single time, mm-hmm. they're the one that the gets one. me into trouble. <laughs> the little voice right there always. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it. It's, it's every single time. I'm with this person. I'm with this person. Some, after I talk something to this bad happens, you know, and, and they're not able to identify What's really going on? Because yeah. you know they don't, they don't, they don't have the capacity to, yeah. because they have not learned to do so, right. right? So part of having a sound mind is learning how to yeah. think, yeah, right? How to reason, and it takes time, right? Obviously, we need to develop this, and it takes time, and it takes effort, because you know, part of having a sound mind is having the capacity, right? Right. That that means we have to obtain a certain capacity. That means we have to educate ourselves. We have to study. We have to learn. And, 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 you know, many people, they don't like to read. They don't like to listen to educational things. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's a waste of time mm-hmm. because some people say, well, what good is that going to do? I mean, it's going to produce a healthier thinking in you. Right. Right. And that applies to all areas of your life. Right. Because if you could think better than you're actually thinking now, all your actions, you're going to be able to change them to better actions. Yeah. Right. And you're going to do things better and you're going to do other things and you're going to stop doing things that, that are harmful to you. And you're, you're overall going to live a healthier life and you're going to make healthier decisions. Right. If when it when, in your choices. Yeah. And I'll use your example of the friend. Right. These are things that like I love scenarios like this. Right. Because in a typical scenario like this, when we're thinking about our choices and how we're, we're moving and the people in our circle, and we say, you know what, every time I get in trouble, I'm with this person. Or every time I get in trouble, I just got off the phone with this person who gave me, you know, and these advice. are all examples, who gave me advice. Or I was just listening to whatever bright idea. So you're like, you know what, this person is bad, right? And I feel like that's that's the level that society takes is like, oh, this person is bad. I need to get them mm, out, of, yeah. out of our lives. And maybe you do. Could be the case. But. But this is where I think the sound mind comes in to where it pushes us to think a little further. And I would challenge you to evaluate yourself and say, you know what? I need to step away from certain type of people, not simply because they're bad people, but because I haven't developed my character enough to to where I can say no to people, Mm. to where people don't influence me to that level, to where I am firm in who I am, my identity in my boundaries to where people don't have that kind of influence over me. And those are levels of understanding that when you start evaluating yourself, you're like, okay, well, you know, I just realized I'm a people pleaser, even though I know that 
this person um usually has a bad track record and every time i listen to them something goes left i still always mm, say yes because you don't know how to say no like that's self-awareness that is product of you just thinking trying to think logically using your sound mind and doing that evaluation of yourself being able to say hey all right, there are outside factors like other people, but what in me puts me in this scenario? Like, these are things that I can control. Yeah. And guess what? When you put all your checks in place and you have, you figure yourself out, you're like built up your character, your identity. You Now you understand your boundaries. Now you're okay with saying no. And guess what? Maybe that person is going to leave themselves. You know, they're going to leave on their own accord. You don't even have to get rid of them. But maybe you still have to get rid of them. But it's not even going to affect you in the same way because now you have a different understanding of your process, who you're hanging around with, and the friends that you can't even have around. Yeah, you know, a, a part of having the sound mind or a sound mind is knowing yourself. Yeah. Right? And you can only know yourself through experiences where you reflect. I like yeah. how you said uh, not knowing how to say no. Mm -hmm. Right? And how do you know that... You don't know how to say no, mm -hmm. right? And, and the way to do that is when you say yes to something, and you're, and then later on you're like, "Why did I say yes?" So pissed, and you're angry, Miserable. and you're just like, "Why did I say yes? Why now I have to do this?" Yep, yep. Could have could have avoided that. Yeah. If you knew how to say no. Yeah. But a lot of people don't because yeah. it, that's something that you have to learn. Le learning to say no is a skill. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. And, and you know what's the crazy part is that most people would agree that they don't like being used by others. Right. So learning to say no is a good coping mechanism. Yeah, it is. So that other people don't use us. And that yeah. doesn't mean that we're going to always say no. As, right. as believers and as followers of Christ, servants of Christ, we're called to serve others. Right. But there's a difference between serving somebody and allowing somebody to use you. Because some people are going to come with malicious intent. You know, yeah. and they just want to use you. But yeah. it's different than, you know, if a friend needs a favor. No. Yeah, you know? but, <laughs> but the important part of serving other people as Christians, too, is that you serve up to your capacity because you can't give what Absol you don't have. Absolutely. So I think that as believers, we get that confused a lot. And we're like, oh, I have to give and give and give. But you don't have. So you're doing yourself a disservice. And you're also not helping yourself or the other person. So how do you determine that you don't have that? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we get in over our head. Yeah. Because we have a higher concept of ourselves, ourselves. than we should. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you know, it, it, it's like a little kid. Right. Little kid mentality. You know, I have a three year old, almost four year old niece and she knows how to do everything according to her. <laughs> yeah, I'm very good at doing this. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm great at doing this. And we never grow out of that. Some yeah. people, some people never grow out of that. Yeah, they yeah. don't know their limitations. Right. And they constantly get in over their head yeah. and then they get overwhelmed. They yep. get stressed out yep. and now they're stressed out and overwhelmed. They take that into their marriage. They take that to their job. They begin to underperform at their job, their marriage. It gets stressful. Why? Because, you know, we're allowing outside yeah. forces to enter places that they shouldn't. Why? Because we have a flaw that we have, right? We don't know how to say no. We get in over our heads and, we don't understand our own limitations, yeah. right? So part of knowing yourself is understanding all of these things. And yeah. it takes time to get to know yourself. Yeah, and there's levels to this, right? I'll share my own experience. I figured out that I was a people pleaser. And it's so, it's so funny. It took me a little while to figure out, but there was someone around me who always asked me for favors all the time. And I like helping other people, right? I, I love doing that. So I would say yes all the time. I feel like I, I believe there was like a week of just, yes, like three days in a row. And then I noticed like one day I was so miserable and I'm like, what happened today that I'm upset? Like, why am I upset? I had to check myself. What is it that I'm upset about? And then I realized I'm like, I'm upset that I'm doing this favor Yeah. because I didn't want to, number one, do this favor, but I didn't know how to say no. And number two, I couldn't even do this favor because I have a million things going on already. Mm. So I'm like stressing myself out, rushing with my agenda from point A to point B to fit in somebody else's favor yeah. because I wanted to do the favor. 
And in that evaluation, then I realized, all right, so I have a problem saying no. So I'm a people pleaser. Why? Because I feel guilty when I mm. say no. And I feel like I'm not giving to people. But I am because I'm the one who has to be aware of my capacity. Absolutely. Because that the other person can feel like, you know what? Meredith is not, let's just say, a good friend. She's not giving. Every time I ask her for a favor, she says no. But I'm the one who has to be aware of my capacities. If I'm already overwhelmed and I'm doing a million and one things and you ask me for a favor, even if in my heart's desire I want to do it, I have to honor myself and say, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Because I'm working on, on whatever I have to work on and I'm still trying to figure out my other boundaries so that I can have more space to do whatever it is that I have to do. But that's an internal work, right? And a, and a real like self-evaluation that brings you into different layers. Like, okay, people pleasing, yeah, boundaries, this area, that area. And these are all things that we really have to sit and think about. You know, part of having a sound mind is also, you know, when you approach it from a logical mm -hmm. viewpoint and you say, why, why do I feel bad? Right. Oh, well, this person says I'm not a good friend because I couldn't do them a favor. Oh, my God, I, I'm, I'm the worst person ever. No, I haven't done anything wrong to this right. person. You sit down and you analyze logic and you say, you know what? I haven't done this person any wrong. Yeah, I, I just did them a favor yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> why am I a bad friend? Right. No, this person is manipulating me. Yeah. You know, that then people manipulate not always out of malicious intent, right. but because they have, you know, th that's their character flaws. Mm -hmm. Right. Due to past traumas. Mm -hmm. Right. The, the, the fear of being abandoned, things mm -hmm. like that. Oh, my God. Meredith said, no, that means right. she's going to abandon me like right. everyone in my past has done before. Yeah. Like, no, I just said I couldn't because I have to. I'm busy at this time. Yep. You know, if you could wait till. Two days later, you know, next week, maybe I can help you. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm not going to help you out. But right now I can't. Yeah. Right. And and, and that comes with um, with maturity. Yeah. And that just comes through experience and learning how to say no, learning to not allow guilt into our life yeah. when we haven't done something right. wrong. Right. Because if you did something wrong, then you should feel guilt. Right? Mm -hmm. If you do something wrong and you don't feel guilt. Yeah, Psycho that's the you problem. know, psychologically, you're a psychopath, right? <laughs> right? You're a psychopath, no type of remorse. And, you know, even spiritually, yeah. the Holy Spirit is not convicting you. Something is wrong yeah. spiritually, right? If you're doing wrong and you're not, and you don't feel bad about it. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, but you don't allow that guilt into your life yeah. because you are mature as a believer. Right, mature, right. You know, yeah. in your way of thinking, yeah. where you say, you know, you know what? I'm sorry you feel like that. But look, I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to accept this guilt. Yeah. And that, and you have to have, like you said, maturity, right? And I posted earlier, spiritual growth comes from emotional healing and emotional maturity. And it's, that's just how it is. Like sometimes people are going to think that and you have to just be okay with that, knowing that you aren't doing anything wrong, right? Like maybe you're not always going to have the time to explain like, hey, you know, you can't be upset with me because I said no, X, Y, Z. No, but you can't, like you said, put the guilt on yourself. You have to be at peace with knowing, like, you don't have any malicious intent. You're not being mean. You're not not offering help when you could help. Yeah. You know, you're not doing none of that stuff, but you're just, this is a boundary that you have to set for yourself. And it feels so uncomfortable when you're doing that, right? Because At first, yeah. Yeah, it feels so uncomfortable because you're going against what you normally do. And that's what happens when you're resetting yourself or retraining yourself, right? To a new way of thinking, new patterns, new boundaries. It feels uncomfortable, but you have to be okay with somebody potentially thinking like, you know what? You suck for not doing that. Absolutely. But you know that you're fine. And eventually that person's going to understand too. Like, oh no, she just, she sets boundaries and that's fine. Absolutely. And you know, you know, the crazy part is that sometimes, you know, we, we feel bad if we're not able to do these favors that we go and we try to recompense these people. Mm. Right, let me get them a gift. I know. That, you know, let me go like, out of my way yeah, and I'm going to buy them something. Yeah. I'm going to make it up to them yeah. because I couldn't do them a favor. No, you, that favor, that's not my responsibility. Exactly. That's not my responsibility. I'm sorry. That's your responsibility. Yeah. I could help you out if I can. 
if okay. I can't, I can't help you out. I'm, I can't go out of my way and stretch myself too, too thin, thin. Yeah. right? Because then I'm going to stop failing at my own responsibilities. responsibilities. And yeah. then those consequences are going to kick in. Yep. And then I'm going to suffer consequences because of some outside source. Right. Right. And it doesn't mean that we don't love the person. Right. But we have to take care of what God has placed in our hands, whether right. it be a job, a ministry, a family, right, a, a marriage, right? right, or any even a relationship. Right? You need to take care of what's yours and what God has placed in your hands before you can go out of your way. Right. And I'm not saying that, you know, if, if if you could help, don't help. Right. Right. If you could help, you help. If it's not too too much of a hassle, you do what you can do. But that and, and don't accept guilt. That's part of, you know, having a healthy mind. mind. Right. And, the, and that's what the sound mind is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's a that's a big one with with the guilt. Yeah, because a lot of people, that's what they do. And that's what they've always done in life to get by. Right. They basically guilt trip others. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like you said, those coping mechanisms mm -hmm. that allow us to survive, right? Manipulation, Manipulation is one of them. Yeah. And it's not from God. Yep. So, you know, when also the sound mind, when you reflect upon yourself, you might be the manipulator. Mm. You might be the one who's always asking for, for a favor, favor. <laughs> and getting offended. Because here on this podcast, we don't support the victim mentality. Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah, sometimes we are the victim. Yep. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that oh we have a justification because yeah. oh no everybody did me wrong no yeah. we have the responsibility yep. that even though people do us wrong yeah. even though people fail us we still have to keep moving forward yep. right we still have to heal yep. we still have to address these issues and the hurt that it caused and we have to get over it yep. it's not easy no. oh because it sounds easy pastor you can't say get over it yeah Get over it. I'm not saying it's gonna take you <laughs> a day. Go. I'm yeah. not gonna say I'm it's not you're not gonna, you know, put some some band-aid on it and it's healed. Oh, tomorrow you wake up. No, it's gonna take a, a long time, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna take you a process, is you're gonna suffer, it's gonna hurt. You might have to face things you've never wanted to face before, but you might even have to get help, right? Yeah. Professional help. You might have to sit down with a therapist, a psychologist, yeah, and, and to find out. The origin, right? Where yeah. these things stem from. Why is it that I always find myself in these situations? Why is it that I always feel this way? Maybe I have to sit down with somebody and get professional help and receive it, right? Regardless of whatever diagnosis they give us. Because yeah. sometimes we need medication as well. Yes, so, we you know, and that's also part of a sound mind. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're dealing with, you know, mental illness, that, does, that doesn't help you, you know, think the way you should, right? Yeah. You need the medication. It's gonna help regulate your thinking. Yeah, and it's and you're gonna feel better overall. You know, I'm not against medication. I understand God can heal you absolutely, sure. but there's times where medication is necessary. Yeah, even if it's short term. Exactly. But you need to be able to take those steps, and accountability is just a huge part of it. Like you have to be accountable, like you were saying. People, people can hurt you. People can do things. But what is your part in it? Not just I was hurt. But when I was hurt, this is what I experienced. And this is how I feel. Now, let me dig into that and figure out where this is coming from. So that next time, one, this is the ideal scenario is that we don't put ourselves in those scenarios. You know, we don't put ourselves in that situation again with those kind of people. But even if it does occur again, we don't react in the same manner that we did initially, right? So that we can overcome these hurdles of our traumas that show up based on whatever situation we're experiencing and the emotions that come out to play that day in that moment that sometimes we don't even realize that we have or how we're feeling, but we need to be accountable. What's our part into this? How can I control my portion of the healing so that I can be aware of myself, look at myself, face myself and say, you know what? Yeah, these are my issues, which is something that I feel like a lot of us are afraid of. We're afraid to look at ourselves for who we are, like the true raw essence of who we are in our trauma through whatever it is that we have gone through. We like, you know, the the pretty version of ourselves or we're just like we're good people i don't kill i don't i don't steal you know i'm not out here hurting children i'm not doing anything crazy i'm a nice person 
but there's you know there's more to that there's depth to us as humans and we're not perfect there are things about us that we're not gonna like there are things about us that we don't like and that we do need to address them some things are passed on from our families some things are just things that we learn through society maybe there were things that were spoken to you um and over you but whatever the case is we have to face them we have to face ourselves so that we can do the healing and stop looking for so much just validation. You know, when you face yourself, it's something that is scary. Yeah. Right? And it goes back to the verse, right? That God has not given us a spirit of fear. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you need power to overcome fear. Yes, you need love, right? The love of God to overcome fear. But you also need a sound mind, mm -hmm. right? To overcome your fear, you got to understand. Yeah, right? You have yeah. to see, why am I afraid of this? And a lot of us, we're afraid of facing ourselves because, like you said, it's not pretty. Yeah. Right? A lot of us, you know, it, it's, shameful, it's shameful, right? To, to, to look at ourselves, the things we've done, and it's shameful, right? And, and we feel guilt, and we, we don't like to feel these things, right? But that good vibes only can only mm -hmm. get you so far mm -hmm. because what you do with good vibes only is you sweep everything under the, the bed, yep. right? And oh my God, that room looks clean, but there's a whole <laughs> bunch of nonsense <laughs> under your bed. Yeah, yeah. And when it's, oh, you, you might not look at it every day, yeah. but there's a time you're going to drop the remote mm -hmm. and they're going to go under the bed. Yeah. And, and then you're going to have to look there and you're going to see everything. everything. Yep. So, you know, and that's what happens. It's better to, Deal with it. You know, like I said before, you got to face it. Yeah. It's hard. It's difficult. Right. And when we understand it, right, we shouldn't feel shame about the things we did, even if they were shameful, if they are things we did in the past. Right. right? If you do something bad, you should feel shame. Don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. If you're doing shameful <laughs> things, you should be ashamed. <laughs> right. But if you have stopped doing those things and you've come to Christ and you're living a different life or trying to, you shouldn't feel shame about the things that you once did right. because you don't do those things no more, yeah. right? Because you found a different path, right? And Christ has saved you. But if you're still doing shameful things, then you should be ashamed. Yeah. You know, th definitely. But what, what can we do is we have to get to know ourselves. Yeah. And when we know ourselves, when we know our weaknesses, you learn your strengths. You learn what you're good at. You learn what you like. You learn what you don't like. And I'm not saying that that's the, the ideal yeah. because that's, that's your real self. Mm -hmm. You also have to know your ideal self, yeah. right? You have to know who you want to be, yeah. right? And you need to put the right role model there. Cause if you say, I want to be like Pablo Escobar, then you, you got the wrong role model, yeah. right? Our role model needs to be Jesus. Yeah. If we're Christian, our role model needs to be Jesus Christ, Amen. right? So when Christ is our ideal, and we want to do what Christ does. We want to love how Christ loves. We want to forgive how Christ forgave. Yeah. Right. And we want to serve how Christ served. And we want to react how Christ reacted. Then our goals become different. Yeah. And then we have a comparison between our actual self and say, well, you know, I have anger issues. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I just, you know, somebody look at me wrong. I want to cuss them out. I want to punch them in the face, you know, not always, mm -hmm. but on a bad day, you know, you know, don't try me on that day. And there's a lot of Christians like that, mm -hmm. you know, don't try Not today. Right. Don't try me. And, you know, it, it, it's just, it's just something that is really revealing to us about ourselves. Yeah. And if we don't pay attention because we don't have that sound mind that can say, Hey, this is not, where I want to be. This is not what I want to be doing. I don't want to feel angry. Nobody want to feel angry. Right. But a lot of times we lack the power to overcome that anger. And that, that's why I say it's part of it. Right. The power that comes from God to overcome it. But first you have to understand it. Yeah. You have to understand where that anger comes from. Yeah. Why am I so angry? Yeah. Right. Why do I got anger problem? And then you go down and you might have to sit down with a therapist mm -hmm. to, to realize, you know, I'm this angry because my mother, when I was a kid, yeah. used to provoke me to anger, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make it right. The Bible mm -hmm. says parents do not provoke your children to wrath, yep. 
Or you say, well, my father used to, you know, abuse uh, this or that, right? My mm -hmm. mother used to abuse me as a child, and that made me angry, mm -hmm. right? Or even in the church, right? You Some people are angry with the church, and that's where their anger comes from. They go, well, this happened to me, and I told my pastor, and my pastor didn't do Nothing. anything, yeah. right? There's a lot of people that don't go to church because of that, right? And they have this anger wow. that stems from, you know, just, just the pain and the suffering that they endured. And I'm not saying you don't have the right to be angry because sometimes we do have the right to be angry. There's things in this world that make God angry, you know? So it's not that the anger is wrong, but when anger controls me, that's the problem. So I need to address that. And I can only do that by through sound thinking. I have to reflect. I have to, you know, learn how to cope. And, you know, ultimately, uh, we have to find peace within ourselves, yeah. right? Peace with the process, right? Because a lot of us, we want to rush the process because we we're, not, we're not patient. Yep. You know, and we, we got to understand, it comes from understanding mm -hmm. that things take time, yeah. right? You don't build a castle in a day, <laughs> you know? A castle is built brick by brick. Mm -hmm. You got to lay brick by brick, right? It, it's going to take a long time, maybe. It's going to take hard work and perseverance, but it's a process that we have to do so that we can get to the finished product. Yeah. And a lot of us, we get impatient with ourselves, especially when we stumble, when we fall, mm -hmm. especially in the Christian walk, right? And and we, we just want to give up. Yeah. We say, hey, this is just the way I am. Yeah, it is the way you are, but God doesn't want you to stay that way, yeah. right? God, God wants... Uh, more of you. God wants to do great things in your life, but that can only be achieved if you address those things. Yeah. If you come to God in prayer, but you can't pray about those things because you don't identify them, mm -hmm. right? The Bible says you pray and you don't receive because you ask wrong, right? And a lot of us, we don't know what to ask for because we don't have the mind of Christ. We don't have that sound mind to really uh, 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 be able to understand the scripture understand what it is that God wants for us and to be able to ask for those things and strive and work toward those things. Because a lot of things don't just come because we pray for them. Exactly. We pray for them and God might open the door for us to, to obtain them, but it's going to take effort. It's going to take work. It's going to take dedication. Yeah. And I think about, you know, when we talk about like believers and getting frustrated in this process and the time that it takes, not facing our reality of whatever our character flaws are, whatever our traumas are, whatever it is that we're going through. You know, many of us, maybe we're listening to, to pastors. Mm. Maybe we're listening to, you know, we're, we're getting advice and we're going to our youth leaders or, and, and therapy and all of these things, but we still haven't accepted who we are. Then it does nothing when we're just applying the word. For example, you know, I'll use the, this basic one. When you just come to Christ and now you're like, you know, I'm listening to these words and these words are so empowering and I'm going to apply them to my life. You know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, but you're insecure. You're still going to be insecure. It doesn't Absolutely. matter how many times you, you say that. these verses. These verses are true, but they're not going to do anything in your life because you have to uproot your insecurities. Where does that come from? You know, what is it that you're insecure about? Where did it stem from? What can you do? How do you even walk into the acceptance of who you are and what you look like, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, appearance is something that a lot of people uh, struggle with, yeah. this appearance. Why could I not be taller? I want to be shorter. Why am I not skinny? Yeah. Why am I want, Why am have. I not fat? How come I can't lose weight? This and yeah, that. Yeah, and, you know, and, and we struggle to identify the habits and the, and the behaviors that have led us to be this way, and obviously there's things that we can't change. Yeah. Though nowadays people want to change everything, everything. right? Through yep. surgery and things yep. like that. You know, we don't advocate for those type of things, right? right? Uh, you know, we were made the way we were made, and we have to accept ourselves the way we are. But that doesn't mean that there aren't things that we could change because there's right. always a better version of yourself, mm -hmm. right? But understand that there's things that you can't change. Yeah. If, you, if your eyes are brown, they're never going to be blue. Yep. It don't matter how many times you put those Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 you know, if if your hair is a certain type of way, it's not yeah. going to be a different type of way. Yeah. 
And, oh, yeah, you can get extensions. You can do all this stuff. You could dye your hair. But that doesn't mean that that's what it really is. And we live in a society of appearance, right? That's why social media is so big. And it's crazy that a lot of people appear happy on social media, right? And Elon Musk talked about this the other day, right? Where he talked about social media and the the influences of it, right? Where people appear prettier in social media because either they use the filter or, you know, you at least pick from... 30 pictures, you pick right, the best right, one, right? right. right? Yep. But that's not reality. Reality yep. is you walk into a place hey, and you might not be looking your best yep. and you didn't even know yep. that's the reality of it. The lighting was bad in the yep. place you walked in. Yep. Let me avoid going to these places. They had bad lighting. You don't get right? the best angles in person. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, social media, everybody's happy. Yeah. You know, but a lot of those people, they're unhappy. They're miserable. Yeah. They're trying to fill voids in their life with the wrong things. And that's yeah. why they do what they do. But, you know, we we are, we are don't tend to look at those things because we want to uh, just see, oh my God, they must be so happy. Mm-hmm. And we want to dream and, and we we create this illusion of happiness that's not real. Yeah. You know, you can be happy. I think that the happiest people are the people that don't have so much. The people that have a simple life that live the simple way. Those are the happiest people. Why? They, got, they don't got stress. Less problems, less stress, more happiness. Right? That's the solution. Right? That's why we got to find rest in God. Right? And, and, and the mind, we have the rest as well. You know? I think also it brings up, you know, just having gratitude. I think that that fills us with peace. Peace, joy. Happiness. That fills us with with joy, with happiness when you, when you have gratitude. Right? Like when you get to the place, like, for example, those people, since we're talking about, you know, images and stuff, the people who know me know that I used to wear makeup. You know, I would dye my hair blonde all the time and I straightened my hair. Right. If you want to be blonde, that's good for you. I'm just sharing my my process. If you want to straighten your hair and do your makeup, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with makeup, but this was my process. So I did all of these things and I'm now at a place where I wear my natural hair, which is curly. And I don't wear makeup. If I want to wear makeup, can. I can. And I will go do makeup that I feel comfortable with. But when I just was grateful for who God made me to be, like, literally. Like, it's something so simple, right? But we're always paying attention to the next thing and the next person. Because you want to look like whoever. And you want to be, like, whatever. And you just want to fit in. Or you want to, you know, appear to look like what society says you should look like but whenever i i said you know what this was literally my thought i remember when i started wearing makeup i used to wear makeup because people would say oh my god you look tired because i have dark Mm. circles naturally so fast forward to the process of getting rid of me wearing makeup all the time because i got to the place where i couldn't go anywhere without makeup and it was bondage for me and my hair, all of that was bondage um, to me specifically. I got to the place where I literally was like, listen, this is what I look like. I'm okay with what I look like. Yeah. There's days where I look at myself and I know that I didn't get enough sleep. So my dark circles are going to be darker. There are other days where I don't really see my dark circles and I'm fine with that. I'm so happy about it. But I had to be okay with that and feel like grateful for... The fact that this is how God created me yeah. to be. And that's it. Point, that's that's just it. Like, I cannot be who I'm not. Like, literally. So, when I walked into that, I'm at peace. Because I'm no longer trying to be something that I'm not in the physical, right? And then that transforms into the spiritual. That transforms into every other area in our lives. Once we just sit in who we are, the truth of what that looks like, even the bad stuff. You can find that place of one gratitude when God shows you like, hey, this is the reality, the good, bad, and the ugly of who you are. One, I still love you that way. But two, let me show you how I want you to live your life. Let's walk into um, healing. Let's wow. let's uproot these things and let's address these issues. I love you that way, but that's not how I meant for you to live. Let's, let's do something better. Yeah, so. and, and, and you know, that's the real freedom. Right. That you find in God. A lot of people talk about freedom, but they never experience true freedom. Yeah. Right. True freedom is where you, you don't care about mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. those type of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, that's their bondage. It's like mm-hmm. you said, that's because they feel that they need that. Yeah. Right. They can't go outside if, you know, if, if, if their hairline isn't done. Right. They didn't get a haircut. They, they, if they didn't do their nails or women. Right. If, 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 you know, if your outfit isn't the right one, you people don't go outside. Yeah. They got nothing to wear because they only wear certain brands. Yeah. Right. They're bound to that lifestyle. Yeah. Right. And if they don't have it, they feel less than others. Mm-hmm. Right. So one way, shape, or form, that's bondage. That's bondage. And 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 that's the type of freedom that we find in Christ. Yeah. Because that's what Christ taught, right? That the mm-hmm. body's more than just clothes and food. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that Solomon, the richest king in the Bible, in all his splendor. Could not dress like a flower, you mm-hmm. know. And, and and when you understand that life is more than just what you wear, yeah. that regardless of what you wear, it's about who you are and, and the way you think and the things that you say and the way you treat others. That's what really matters. Yeah. Right. Regardless of what you wear, what kind of car you drive, or the house you live in, and things like that, you know, that's the true freedom that comes. Yeah. In Christ. Yeah. Right. And only in Christ can we find that. But it takes a thinking process, mm-hmm. right? You had to understand mm-hmm. that you didn't need those things anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's where, that's where, you know, the sound thinking comes in because a lot of people, they, they just, they just go, well, I can't go outside like this. Even and that's understanding it. that like, Hey, you know, I got to a certain point where this was like annoying. Like, Oh my God, I have to step out of the house and I don't have makeup on. Now I got to go do five minute makeup, which is never truly five minute yep. makeup. And it's like, that's the first step. And then you get to the to the next level of like, hey, I can be okay without this. But like you said, it's all our thought process. And so I would like to encourage you that when you enter the process of like trying to question the logic and the things that you hear that are like contrary to popular belief, which is what we are, you know, challenging to you to do through this podcast, that you look at it from a perspective where you're grateful that um, God is revealing whatever those areas are to you, because that's, that's step one. You have to know, you have to figure out, Hey, what is the issue? Right. And there's so many different areas in our lives that we need to work at different levels. And it's going to take time, different times, different healing processes, different scenarios, but be grateful that you can even get to that place where you can acknowledge and identify the areas that you need to become um, more healthy in the areas that you need to heal, the areas that you need to do some more research, get more knowledge, get, get help, educated. Yeah, get, get help. help that you need so that you can not just walk around accepting whatever it is that you hear every other podcast, every other, even every other sermon or every other influencer that says whatever. And you're like, oh yeah, that sounds okay. Um, yeah, no, we're not going to agree to just everything because it's what everybody is doing like we need to use our minds and be people a generation that is walking around healed that is our goal yeah and you know just think about what you hear mm-hmm. well, okay it makes sense but you know can everybody apply it yeah. no then it's not good right, right? right if everybody can't apply it then no the word of god is applicable at all times yeah. that's how you know it's from god right that's how it is. Scripture is applicable in all, all circumstances and all situations. Mm-hmm. If not, then, you know, it, it's targeted. And when things are targeted, they're typically manipulative. So, you know, that comes from uh, just developing that thought process where you learn to question things. And, you know, many times growing up, we were encouraged to not question. Yeah. And. I think it's okay to question things always and when your end goal is the search of for truth. Yeah. Right. Because some people will question things yeah. out of rebellion. Yeah. Just, yep. Questioning things doesn't mean that you just oppose Opposed. things, right? Yeah. We're not opposing things. Right. I just want to know why. Yeah. You want to know. I want to know why. I'm not well, saying more no. Information. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying you're wrong. Or anything. I just right. want to know why. Yep. Why? Like, yeah. if you could explain the why, I mean, it's not that, you know, we're like a little kid. Why is the sky blue? Yeah. Like, okay, do your own research, you know? <laughs> you can you can come to that. We're grown, yeah. right? We're adults. We can come to those conclusions. There's things that we're going to have to inquire more, maybe ask for advice, you yeah. know, get a teacher of some sort, somebody yeah. who's, who has sound doctrine, somebody that knows what they're talking about, Yeah. right? Not simply because they got results, because that's, a, that's another thing. Just because somebody has a big church doesn't mean 
that yeah. they're teaching the right thing. Maybe right. they got a big church because they're not teaching the exactly. right thing. So, you know, when you learn to question those type of things, you know, you, you, you come to the realization that, you know, we have to uh, be seekers of truth. Yeah. Right. And and we don't compete with anybody. We're not trying to compete with anybody. This is not a competition. We shouldn't compare churches. Oh, this church right. is bigger than that church. Oh, that church is better than that one. No, this is not a competition. Right. There's plenty of churches. Some are better fit for some folk than others. Right. It just is what it is. Yep. Right. There's the beauty of that. Now, I'll say, you know, we have to grow and mature. Yeah, we do. Right. We have to uh, study scripture. And apply it to our lives and think with a sound mind. And then we'll, your, your eyes going to be open and you're going to be able to really discern things you never discerned before. And listen, when you have the sound mind and, and you start discerning things, you're going to learn details about people that you're not going to like, including yeah. our own parents, yeah, yeah, including yeah. our own parents. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that the way they are was because mm -hmm. maybe their mother psychologically abused them. Yep. But they're never going to say that. Yeah. They're sure. never going to say that because, oh, no, my mom can do no harm. Yeah, no, they don't realize. And they it. don't realize that some people, it was they, their own parents. Yeah. It was whoever raised them. And I'm not saying they did it out of malicious intent. Right. Some people gave the best that they had. Yeah. But sometimes the best that they had was not healthy for no, us. No, But we don't even allow ourselves to even, like, entertain that idea. Like, give the benefit of the doubt. Have these conversations to where you're like, wait, let me analyze my life outside of the box like exactly hold on a minute you know something since we're speaking about fear and things like that a lot of people are fearful because they were raised with fear mm -hmm. if you don't eat this this monster gonna come get you <laughs> and you couldn't sleep at night mm -hmm. yep yeah oh do this or this monster gonna come get you and, yeah. <laughs> and you and you grew up in fear right? and then you don't understand that your parent abused you. They gave you some type of psychological abuse where they instilled fear yeah. in you. Yeah. Right? To some degree. Yep. Right? And and you know, some people scared of dogs because their parents was like, oh, dogs bite. <laughs> Stay away from dogs. And a chihuahua <laughs> come by and they're freaking out. Oh my god, it's a dog. That's a chihuahua. <laughs> it's not, it's looking happy wagging its tail. It's not even looking aggressive. You know? Yeah. It's not even barking at you. But that that was that that got instilled, right? Through through some type of action. Maybe the parents were trying to look out for their kids. They right. get the best they have. Right. But when we when we understand that and we can reason and think about the past like that, we'll, we'll understand that yeah, our parents they might have did the best they did. Yeah. But maybe they done they done messed up, messed up, or or taught us something wrong. Claro. And we have to undo that, right? And that's that's what really breaking generational things is about it's not always oh i need to pray yeah deliverance all generational curses are broken in the name of jesus and that's it in the name of jesus boom and you're like yes i did i received deliverance i received you know all this and all the general right the generation no curses is broken and it's like no like the generational yeah, curse is that your parents instilled fear in you and now you can't instill the same fear in your, in your children. children yeah that's what it is. Yeah. But we don't see it that way because because our mind, is the, the capacity of our mind is not there yet. Mm -hmm. And that's where God wants to bring us to, right? Where we have that mental capacity to really uh, discern and question these things, right? Not out of rebellion, but question things for the sake of finding the truth. Yeah, and not your truth, not my truth, not yeah. what we believe to be true. But the actual truth, truth, right? The biblical truth, the absolute truth. There is an absolute truth. Yeah. You know, and we have to find that out. Yeah. So we're going to work on that. Unmask. Heal our generations, like we said. Move past emotions and do that through wisdom that we hope to, to guide you through as we explore the topic of finding soundness in all of the branches, right? Because we're going to bring so many different topics. We'll have, yeah. you know, guest speakers um, come and share some of their knowledge and experiences as well. But we want to help you uproot the lies of self-defeat. And we are grateful that you're here listening, joining us on this journey in finding soundness. Our first episode 
We will be back with more episodes. Yeah, you know, if you've made it this far, you know, thank you for listening to us. I hope that this podcast has been of a blessing to you yeah. and that, you know, you tune in to our next episodes. You know, things are going to get good. Things are going to get interesting. And, you know, God bless everybody. Well, we will be announcing our next next podcast on our Instagram which is finding soundness. So go ahead and follow us and comment any kind of topics you guys would like to bring. You can DM us through there as well. We look forward to hearing from you. God bless you. Take care, everyone.